Voice Live from CES is an official event within the greater CES program, where the world's top brand leaders will share insights about how they are engaging customers through voice-enabled devices in our homes, cars, hotels, and more. To learn more about how you can be a sponsor, speaker, or attend Voice Live from CES, visit voicesummit.ai slash CES. That's voicesummit.ai slash CES. What is the ROI on voice is a question getting asked quite a bit. And on this episode, Stuart Crane of Voice Metrics talks about one of the answers being lead generation and data. You'll hear him discuss ways a company can integrate voice into their current brand and market strategy, how to build leads and gain insight from voice, and how to make sure your skill is for your brand only. Plus, his current favorite voice skill he's using right now. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your co-host, Kerry Roberts. And today, my guest is Stuart Crane, the founder and CEO of Voice Metrics. Welcome, Stuart. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for having me, Kerry. So the big question businesses have of any size when it comes to voice is, what is the ROI on voice? And you're suggesting today that lead generation is a great answer. So I want to talk about it. Can you take us through the process of how a company can use voice for lead generation? Sure, sure. So the way we look at it, um, our company is Voice Metrics, and we have uh, several products that allow brands to get their skill or action out there. But the way we look at it is it's really got to go back to the core of what a lot of people are already doing, which is you know saying, go to our website or call our 800 number. And now, not just now, but you've seen these things like text, bully make to 555-888. And so bully make would send you a text and all these things. And these are really kind of quick hits that companies have been using for many, many years and they work or that they wouldn't use them. So If you think about brands just giving their um, website out or their phone number out, like their 800 number, which is obviously very old, you know, and people don't do that as much anymore, or hey, text us or what have you. What we like to say is, hey, what about voice? I mean, voice is a very quick way to get that brand engagement started. And it's the cool thing about voice is you can actually hear the brand and hear them talking and have a conversation. So, you know, that's our philosophy. And so, what we've been able to do is kind of leverage what uh, Google and Amazon have done in terms of the launch command. How familiar your audience is with the launch command, but a lot of people may not even know that a lot of these skills or almost all of these skills, once you get them set up, can be automatically enabled or automatically run. So you don't have to tell your audience or tell people, oh, go to the Alexa skills store, find our skill or go to Amazon and enable it. All you have to do is say, a launch and the name of your brand. Now, obviously, you have to have your brand as set up as a skill and an action. But that gets me to thinking about, you know, back in the old days when you would register your domain you know, with GoDaddy or Network Solutions or whoever you use, and you get your name out there. And so obviously, the voice industry has been talking about that for quite some time. But we want to help them, all the brands to get their name you know, into Alexa and Google Assistant. And then they can basically just say launch and their brand. And then whatever they want to have happen after that is up to them. I mean, they can have a conversation. Maybe they do a texting exchange where they get mobile phone numbers. And we can talk about some of the other use cases that our customers are using. I think you're right. For people that aren't as familiar with voice, obviously people listening to this uh, are in the voice industry, so they know, but maybe people who are new, when you say launch that particular skill, you're right. You don't have to search for it at all. So it's really about, again, marketing it 
from the business standpoint. So yeah, I'd love to hear some use cases because I think, first of all, people in the voice industry love the creativity and kind of seeing where other people are going. But people who are not, but businesses that are interested in using voice are always asking, you know, well, what could it do for me? I don't really understand how it could work. So I would love for you to share some of the use cases that you and your company have worked on. Sure. So the first one that they really came out with uh, about six or eight months ago is the idea of uh, getting feedback or doing surveys by voice. And so you think about, hmm, surveys by voice. It's actually been around for quite some time. If you think about um, IVR, interactive voice response, and you're on the phone with a cable company at the end of the call, they say, hey, stay on the line and uh, tell us you know, how we did or whatever. And that's essentially a voice survey. Well, now that we have you know, Alexa, Google Assistant, and hopefully Siri someday can allow you to do apps, we can do these kinds of things by voice, take a survey. So we've built um, a platform called SurveyLine, which is essentially kind of like a SurveyMonkey or Qualtrics, Zoho, or these survey online survey platforms. But it's not you know, to take it you know, with your mobile phone or with a, you know, a web browser or a laptop. You take it by voice. So we came out with that about six or eight months ago. So you ask about about, you know, use cases. Well, that's kind of a, a nice one there where you can ask your, maybe it's your customers, maybe it's people that just you just had a transaction with to give you a, a survey by voice. Um, now, obviously, there's pros and cons to doing it by voice because um, some of the questions obviously can take longer and everything. But I think the big benefit for some of our customers on SurveyLine is they can ask a free-form question. Like it say, well, tell us about your experience in a few you know, sentences or whatever. And nobody wants to do that with their thumbs on their phone and type, type, type. They, they actually skip the question in most cases. But by voice, you can get a longer response. You can get a few sentences, maybe even a paragraph and get that whole whole feedback. And then we also have, you know, the ability to just do your standard, you know, rating one to five, you know, it's, it's your, your typical, you know, survey and feedback or a yes or no question and uh, multiple choice and that sort of thing. So we have this product called SurveyLine and then we started seeing companies wanting to use it just to get maybe a quick survey question like a yes or no and then to get people's mobile phone numbers and text them information about their product. So it's kind of morphed over time. And so we, we're coming out with a product here in October, November timeframe called Engage by Voice. So we have the surveys by voice. And then now we're transitioning and also offering a product called Engage by Voice. So what that allows a company to do is kind of similar where you build a survey, but instead of just a survey, you can do things like capture an online review, like a Google review or Yelp review or eBay or even Amazon review by getting them the link to their online review. You could do net promoter score like an NPS survey real quick. You can send them really any link by text. So maybe you want to send out your information about us and so forth. And another area that we're really getting big into is e-commerce and subscription box companies. So think about when you open something at the home or in your, in your kitchen, that's where a lot of people have their smart speakers is in their kitchen or their family room and they're opening the mail. So we have companies that are using SurveyLine and now Engage to put a call to action, a voice call to action on, say, a direct mail piece. Or it's a little card in the package or the, po the box that you get from the subscription box company, or maybe it's um, you know Shopify sale or an eBay sale or what have you. And that starts a voice engagement. 
So it's just say launch and your brand. And then it comes back and says, hey, thanks for engaging with us. And they say the brand. And so we basically can allow brands to set up these voice engagements and they can be their own voice. And so that's really the concept. And then so what I was talking about earlier is just take it to really any call to action. These could be on a ketchup bottle or it could be on a shampoo bottle or anything where it's in the home and it just says launch and their brand name. And it could have a story about the company and tell them you know, about them and maybe collect more information. So that's how it works. And it's built kind of like SurveyMonkey. So if people are familiar with creating a survey in SurveyMonkey, which a lot of people are pretty familiar with that, it works the same way. You just go in and you say, create a new one. And then you can use from templates. We have a lot of templates that you can select from just like a survey builder would have templates. And then you have your voice survey or your voice engagement if it's engaged. So that's kind of what we're working on. And I think, you know, the big thing people are always talking about too is the marketing component. And you're saying here, it's just like when people used to put websites on a business card that you're putting, hey, you can launch this in a direct mail piece within a subscription box or on your website, or you can send an email out saying, take our survey, just ask your smart speaker, launch this skill and it'll do it that way. Correct? That's exactly right. And we're trying to keep it as simple as possible because as you know, websites are so prominent. Everybody knows a website inside and out. You say www.whatever.com. So what we want to do is make sure it's simple and it's accepted across, you know, really everywhere that it's launch and then your brand name so that it gets to be an accepted practice. Just like back in the day, people are like, what is this www I see everywhere? Well, this is, that's obviously a long time ago. But now what if people were saying, oh, I see people putting launch this and launch that and Alexa launch this and Google launch that. You know, what is that all about? Well, that's a voice engagement. That's a voice conversation. Then And you can do some really neat things by recording your own voice. You have sound effects. And obviously, the voice industry knows all these things. And that's what, you know, we've been preaching kind of for years. And and that's really going to come to life once brands realize that it's not as hard as they think to create these, you know, voice engagements and get them out there and then just put them like under their website. Or maybe they just don't want to do a voice thing. We have companies in the direct mail space that they're sending out direct mail and they want them to do it by voice because they can put their code in and then the code matches back to the... They know who the person is because they printed that direct mail piece specific to that person receiving the direct mail. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know if you know either, but if somebody, let's say, you know, launched Kellogg, for example, I don't know Mm -hmm. if that's a thing, but somebody already has taken that name. Is the voice space at a point where only one entity can have a name or could there be multiple skills with the same name? Yeah, that's a good question. And it differs on Google Assistant versus Alexa. But in both cases, Carrie, whether it's Google or Alexa, if you own the brand, if you're Kellogg or Cheerios or whoever, and you own the brand, you get to not allow any other company to take that launch phrase or they call it invocation phrase, you know, in the business there. But yes, yeah, so basically on Alexa, you can have multiple skills 
skills with the exact same name, but that's really only in the instance where it's not a brand. Once it's a brand, whether it's Google or Alexa, those two companies, Amazon and Google, they say if it's your brand and you can prove that it's your brand and they have certain regulations that how you show that it's your brand, then you can keep other companies from getting that skill or action or what we call invocation phrase published into the store, which is great for companies that say, well, we're branded that. Now, obviously, you're going to have situations where there's two companies that kind of have pretty much the same name, but they're in totally different industries. And maybe that will bump into each other. But you can add like feedback onto the end. So launch sharper image feedback. (laughs) You know, now there's not another sharper image, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And also, if a brand is thinking about doing something like this, do they need to be creating a different skill for each device? Because you do have Amazon Alexa and Google Home and Samsung Bixby, and now all these other companies are coming out with different entities that they don't necessarily all work together. So what is kind of the best method here so that you are on all the different devices? Yeah, and that's a great question because you know these platforms have been evolving and coming out over the last oh, year to two years, like voice apps, like voice flow, voice XP, Witlingo, and they're all great to be able to build your your voice engagement, voice experience. You can call it a skill, you can call it an action, whatever you call it, you build it once. And then I think all of them support both Alexa and Google. And some of them also support Bixby. So that is definitely a way to go. Our platform, whether it's Survey Line, Surveys by Voice, or Engage, which is Engage by Voice, we create both an Alexa skill and a Google Action. Um, we'll probably have Bixby at some point. We don't have that capability. What I'm actually excited about is Siri. If Apple can get in the gear, they basically will come out with the ability to create a Siri app, and then we would support Siri. So then you could say either you know Google or Alexa, or Siri, and then launch. And then I think it's really going to take off big then, Carrie, when Siri, because people use you know their iPhones to do voice, to do text messaging, and just check the weather and get stuff with Siri. Well, why not you know engage with a brand right with Siri? So that's not possible right now. But yeah, I think uh, that's kind of the best way for brands to go is just use one of these tools that you just build at one time, and it works on both Google and Alexa, and then also Bixby and some of these other as well. And if a brand going back to our lead generation conversation is thinking about, okay, this makes sense. I want to do something like this, but I don't really know how I would create a lead generation tactic through a voice experience. Can you either give a suggestion of how they could do it or questions they should ask themselves when considering what that should look like for them. Yeah, and we've been thinking about that a lot here over the last couple months, transitioning from survey line, which is primarily surveys. So it's like getting feedback, which, you know, as you know, is huge. So they could start with that and just do a quick feedback or survey um, of their customers. So we've been doing that for quite some time. And now we're transitioning to, well, what else could you do to engage, you know, your customers with? So we're getting some creativity from our clients. And I think, you know, we like to keep things short just because, you know, the longer it is. They're like, oh, do I have to ask, answer this question and go back and forth? But we also have things where it tells you how long this is going to take and so forth. So I think the biggest use case that we're seeing is basically sending links by text. So they could basically ask a quick question like, you know, did you like your experience or on a scale of one to five? And then say, would you like 
to get a 20% discount on your next purchase? Would you like to sign up for this? Or, you know, it could be anything that they have on their site or that they could do like that's online. And if somebody says yes, then you add, then, then the, the voice engagement, the voice skill or action asks the person for their phone number. And it's really fast to say your phone number versus typing it and, you know, texting it in. So you just say your phone number really quickly and then you instantly get a text and you can have all kinds of information on there. We have one company that's uh, working with uh, their clients and they put all their links to like their download their app. Oh, download our app here and uh, get a 20% discount code here. Go to our website here, take another survey. And they put all these links in the text message and they can actually put pictures in there as well. So you kind of have now this hybrid of voice and I wouldn't call it chatbot, but I would call it SMS or texting. And it kind of, you know, gives a little bit more power to texting now because you can kind of start the conversation by voice and then move it to text where you want them to, you know, maybe tap on a link or get into your system and maybe sign up for your email newsletter or there's all kinds of things that once you move it to text, you now have the ability to get them online. And I like how you're describing this because I think one of the things that I have learned recently that I think people in the business space that aren't using this just yet is that voice is not a separate entity. It's not like you're doing something completely different. You're using voice now as a part of a system that you already have in place. You're still using texting and email and websites, but now this is another piece that's going to help amplify the other stuff you're doing because it does save time, it's quicker, and it's easier. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, think of it as just a, a kickoff tool. What does kickoff mean? Well, just kick off the engagement, kick off, you know, getting connected with your customer and do it by voice. It's not to say that's going to get rid of texting or get rid of email or websites or even 800 numbers. It's just another way. And a lot of people are really like, oh, this voice is really cool. And especially if you want to engage with them, if they're in the kitchen or the family room, they're just basically there and they don't want to open their phone and log in or blah, blah, blah. They have these smart speakers now in their kitchens to play their music and get their weather and do all the things they've been doing. Well, why not put that on something to say, hey, launch our brand. And then, so think about the, you know, text bully make to 555-888. And these text services like easy texting, and they've been around for quite some time and they have hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of uh, customers and users that use these. And I'm not talking about customers like the end users. I'm talking about the brands and the companies that use these texting services. So why not start that off by voice? Because it's so simple to just say launch and the brand name. And not only do you get that texting capability, but you can hear or the the end user, the audience can hear their brand by voice because they can have their own real voice. So I know you've talked about in the past, on your podcast, you know, getting that real voice in there and kind of substituting the Alexa and um, Google, you know, robotic voice with somebody's actual voice because so it could be their branding. No, I mean, it makes sense. This is great. Where can people learn more about you or your company if they want to connect or ask questions? Yeah, so we have two sites that, um, depending on what you're interested in, we have the Surveys by Voice, and that's www.surveysbyvoice.com. And that allows you to go in and create a survey and deploy it by voice, kind of like a SurveyMonkey or Qualtrics, but it's by voice. And then we are coming out with this product called Engage, and that's going to just be engagebyvoice.com. So it's kind of in a beta right now, but your listeners can go there and check it out. We have templates on there and so forth. So it's kind of like the Surveys by Voice, 
choice, but it's been altered to allow it for brands to create these engagements that have a survey element to them, but they also can do the texting like we talked about it. So it's engagebyvoice.com. And the last question I've been asking a lot recently to really get people more aware of the variety of voice experiences that are out there, what is a skill or flash briefing or voice experience that you are really enjoying right now? Yeah, so there's one thing that uh, that kind of ties in with an app that I use. It's called Life 360. And um, if you're a parent and you have kids, which we have a high schooler and one in college now, so she's off in college, and we use the Life 360 app on our phones. But what's really cool is if I'm cooking dinner or I'm, you know, or really anywhere in the house, and I want to know where anywhere any one of my uh, family members is, whether it's my wife or my kids or anybody, I can just, you know, launch the Life360 skill on Alexa. And I think they have a Google one, but we use primarily Alexa here in the house. Ask the skill for where is anybody, you know, anyone in my circle, they call them circles. So your listeners may be familiar with the Life360 app, but obviously I still use the app itself, but it's so convenient uh, to be in the kitchen and just ask, you know, where's Max, you know, and it'll tell me, you know, where he is and how long it would take him to get home, which is kind of nice because if they're on their way home, you know, okay, well, dinner's going to be ready. So it's been kind of nice. So it's, it's called Life 360. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Stuart, for bringing your insight and passion to our podcast today. All right. Thanks a lot for having me, Carrie. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at M-O-D-E-V.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you next week.